Well, hey there, and welcome back to the show. So it has been quite a ride the past few years. I know that I'm not the only one. I really feel like I'm just now resurfacing. There have been so many opportunities for spiritual growth, and many of them loaded with resistance on my part. Still, even after decades of mind-body practices and yoga and meditation, still I feel the resistance. And you know what I learn again and again is when I'm able to shift out of the resistance and allow the opportunities for growth, life flows more freely. And I often find these beautiful gifts in the muck, like my youngest continually seeking connection with me. And what I call bonus time with my dad after three moves and a triple bypass since 2018. And Honestly, I'd rather grow now and learn these lessons in this lifetime rather than taking them into the next life. But that's just me. As painful as life can get sometimes, I am up for the challenge. Well, once I move past the resistance, that is. Now, during this episode, I talk about why getting in touch with the spiritual side of ourselves is a brilliant way to manage ADHD. I talk about the mind-body-soul connection and how it works. I talk about why the mind-body-soul connection matters so much to those of us with ADHD and why self-awareness is crucial for moms with ADHD. But before we begin, I wanted to share a word from our sponsor. Now, have you ever felt like you were at a loss as to how best to support your child with ADHD? Well, know that you're not alone. It's not easy knowing what the right next step is for your child. Now, that's why my friend and colleague, Holly Blanc Moses, created the ADHD Summit. It's a free, amazing four-day online event, including game-changing strategies from over 30 leading ADHD experts. Now, the summit begins Monday, October 17th, and you can register now for free. And if you're like me and you have every intention of being there for all the goodness, but you don't, or you know that you won't, you can purchase a one-year access to all of the recordings at the early bird rate of just $67. And that includes some really great, great bonuses too. Now, the recordings are easily accessible and they're broken down into easy to find categories. Day one is all about diagnosing ADHD and physical and mental health. Day two, it focuses on school and learning. Day three focuses on behavior and day four focuses on home life. And by the way, yours truly is speaking about ADHD parents raising ADHD kids on this day, on day four. So go to bit.ly.com forward slash VDM dash ADHD summit 2022 or find the link in the show notes. So hit pause, register for the summit, and then enjoy my take on the spiritual side of ADHD. And you're listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast with Tracy Nolan Bierman, where we believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories, as well as invaluable tips, tools, and practices for managing overwhelm and using your beautiful, unique mind as a superpower. Motherhood with ADHD is the journey of a lifetime. Let's enjoy the ride together. Mm 
Now, when I was in my 20s, I found myself in an existential crisis. It was triggered by some deep grief and some childhood wounds. Honestly, I just wanted the pain to go away. Now, my solution back then was drugs and alcohol, but they just weren't cutting it. And honestly, I know that it's a it's kind of a go-to solution for lots of us with ADHD. It never really did cut it. It was a way to numb my feelings. Now, I followed my yellow brick road, i.e. listened to my intuition, which I believe is a superpower for ADHDers, but I followed my yellow brick road that ultimately led me to yoga and exploring my spirituality. As I look back on my tumultuous 20s, I realized that I'd been using spiritual practices to manage my ADHD, even though I didn't learn I had ADHD until several decades later. Now, one of the most profound things I learned is that we are spiritual beings in human form, that we are here in this human body to experience all the sensory goodness life has to offer. And boy, oh boy, are we sensory beings with ADHD, sometimes even overwhelmed with sensory input. Now, I like to think that ADHD is part of human evolution, that we are the pioneers in mastering the mind-body-soul connection. But I digress. It's, this is a conversation for another time, another episode. But we are spiritual beings in human form with a mind-body-soul connection that is thankfully now being validated through extensive research. The mind, body, and soul all work together naturally and beautifully as long as we don't cut one of them off. Now, I can say from experience that taking the spiritual bypass doesn't work. A spiritual bypass is when you get so caught up in spiritual practices and ideas that you avoid resolving those emotional issues and old wounds. When I first started exploring my spirituality, I had moments of near ecstasy during meditation and energy work that were addictive for my ADHD mind. I wanted more of that feeling in my life because it was such a contrast to what, to what I had been feeling. I read, I studied, I traveled to, to have more moments just like that. Can you say hyper-focus? I was hypering focus, hyper-focusing on my spirituality. But here's the thing. The grief, the deep pain, and the illness that eventually followed, it didn't go away. It would pop up like whack-a-mole at the most inopportune times, especially as dis-ease in my body. As an ADHDer, I love a shortcut, but spiritual bypass is not the answer. Now, it wasn't until I pulled my life apart when my son was three that I learned what I now call practical spirituality and why it's brilliant for the ADHD mind. Look out for my take on practical spirituality in a future episode. But today, I'm going to talk about the mind-body-soul connection and how it works. I'm going to talk about why the mind-body-soul connection matters so much to, for, to us, those of us with ADHD. And I'm also going to talk about why self-awareness is crucial for moms with ADHD. So let's talk about communication. The mind, body, and soul are always speaking to each other. They're always communicating. Like I said earlier, the mind, body, and soul all work together naturally and beautifully as long as we don't cut one of them off. You see, the soul speaks through the body. Okay, through our five senses, through our feelings, the, the way that we're feeling, through emotions, sensations, through our intuition. And then the body informs the mind. The mind picks up messages from the body. And the mind nourishes the soul. 
with peace, joy, and lightness, or thoughts of discord or agitation and heaviness. Okay, so there's this constant dialogue going on between the mind, body, and soul. And it's up to us to keep the valve open and allow the communication to flow freely. Now, why does the mind, body, soul connection matter so much to those of us with ADHD? Because we tend to feel our way through the world with our emotions, with our senses, and with our intuition. And that is one of the reasons that it's so challenging for us for our neurodiverse minds to live in a neurotypical world because we move through the world in a different way. We feel our way through the world. Now, if there's one word that sums up ADHD, as far as I'm concerned, it's more, more emotional, more sensitive, more intuitive. Now, I didn't always, but I now see that all of these are gifts. They're not burdens. But that's because I've learned how to use them to guide me rather than overwhelm me. Now, don't get me wrong. I still get overwhelmed, but I know how to manage these beautiful gifts. Now, women with ADHD tend to be more emotional. We are driven by emotions. So it's not surprising that emotional re regulation is one of the executive functioning skills that we struggle with. We tend to feel first and process later, unlike our neurotypical friends. Now, we feel things in a big way, often causing us to become overwhelmed, to give up too quickly, or sometimes to make impulsive decisions that we may regret later, feeling first and processing later. Now, some of us even avoid interactions with others because we're so afraid of being misunderstood. Now, I did this for many years, avoiding social situations because, because I felt like my emotions were just too big. Now, the cool thing is, is that we can learn to manage our emotions and we can use the information that we receive from our bodies to make empowered decisions. Now, women with ADHD also tend to be more sensitive to sensory input. Again, I believe ADHD is misnamed. It's not that we have an attention deficit. It's that we have an abundance of sensory input and our brains often have difficulty responding to and processing all of the input that we're getting. Now, when my oldest was born, um, I learned firsthand what sensory overload means. He was sensitive to light. He was sensitive to sound. He was sensitive to smells and tastes and physical touch. We would finally get him to sleep and even the slightest movement would wake him up into a screaming fit. Now, I knew I was a highly sensitive person before I had kids, but having this experience with my son helped me to understand the way sensory input affects me too. Now, again, we can learn to accommodate and to advocate and to cope and to use the sensory input that we take in as information instead of letting, us, letting it overwhelm us. And women with ADHD also tend to be more intuitive. Call it the sixth sense. We often have heightened intuition, although we don't always trust it. Now, early on in my relationship, before my husband and I got married, he had a close friend at work that I just knew had deeper feelings for him than just friendship. Don't ask me how. It was just a feeling. I just knew. Everyone around me told me I was crazy, including my husband. Your husband is so in love with you. You're crazy. No, that's not it. Until the truth came out, I was right. Now, this wasn't the first time my uncanny way of knowing things was invalidated, and it wasn't the last. 
It took decades for me to learn and trust my and to learn to trust and use my intuition. I truly believe that intuition is one of the many gifts of ADHD. We tend to pick up on things that others don't. We often tend to just know something without really knowing it. We can walk into a room and feel the energy. What a gift when we know how to hear it, that is, right? Alfred Einstein hit the nail on the head when he said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Now he was talking about feeling our way through life, listening from our heart, listening for, uh, listening to our intuition and using our brain to follow what we hear. And guess what? It's not been proven, but many scholars and historians believe that Alfred Einstein had ADHD too. Now, you may be listening to this and saying to yourself, nope, not me. I can't hear my intuition. I don't have one. I get it. It took me a long time, but you can learn to hear and follow your intuition. I like to call it following your yellow brick road. It's like working a muscle. The more you practice, the easier it becomes. I interviewed Talia Joy, spiritual teacher, manifestation mentor, podcast host, and mom of three about how to listen to your ADHD and the different ways that it communicates with you. It is different for every single person, but it's always communicating. And it's up to you to learn how learn how it's communicating with you. The episode is called listening to your mother's intuition. And I'll share the link in the show notes. Now, self-awareness is crucial for moms with ADHD. Let me explain. Oh, years ago, a friend called me a chameleon. It was a derogatory remark, I know, but now I understand what she was talking about. I am able to read a room. And for the most part, I read people too. I'm always adapting to what I feel. Now, as moms with ADHD, we take in so much sensory input, including the sixth sense that it can be hard to determine whether we're feeling what we're feeling is ours or if we're sensing what others are feeling. Just think about all of the energy that bounces around in a neurodiverse uh, household. Holy cow. It's so important for moms with ADHD to know what's yours and what is not. That's why self-awareness is crucial for moms with ADHD. In fact, I truly believe that self-awareness is the key to happiness for ADHDers. Now, there are so many modalities to explore self-awareness with, such as uh, the Enneagram and human design, astrology, personality tests, and there's so many more. But don't get overwhelmed here. I really like to start with, with the, the bare bones, with the basics, and that's your core values. I know, I know. As my Aunt Liz used to say, boring. I like to start with core values because they stay consistent, consistent over time. You came into this life with them. Your vision and your focus will change, but your core values will stay the same. When you know your core values and you start living from them, you are, you're living authentically. Okay. So I did a whole episode on core values called staying focused on what's important as a mom with ADHD a while back. And I'll put the link to the episode, to that episode in the show notes as well. Now, what brings you joy is unique and specific to you. This is another way to develop your self awareness. Okay. It's unique to you. So take some time to get clear on what brings you joy, not your friends, not your partner, not the people you follow on social media. 
It's what brings you joy. Like I said, it's unique and specific to each and every person. Now you're going to know what brings you joy because it lights you up. Okay. It can be as simple as petting your dog, laughing with a friend or sipping a cup of tea, or it can be as big as, you know, climbing a mountain or, um, or sailing across the sea. I don't know. I don't know what it is for you, but it's up to you to find it. Okay. Now, when you are feeling joyful, it has a lightness to it. It's an expansive feeling. It's a sign that you're aligned with your soul. Now, we can do this. We don't have to go in and in, in sail the ocean, right? We can do this in, with little bits of joy in our daily life. We can, we can all do that, okay? Knowing what brings you joy is a brilliant way to develop self, self-awareness. And when you are feeling expansive, you're more likely to hear the messages from your soul. When you're feeling expansive, you're better, better able to make wise decisions. When you're feeling expansive, the lines of communication between your soul and, and yourself, they're wide open. Okay. And when you're feeling expansive, you're, you're better able to make decisions. And also life like attracts like the more joy you allow into your life, the more joy you will attract. It takes practice, especially of those, for those of us with ADHD but is so worth the effort. Now, if you haven't already, you can download the Vibe Care Toolkit and stock it full of things that bring you joy. You can find it at vibecaretoolkit.com or I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. Now, stillness in meditation and mindfulness offers an opportunity to really hear what your soul is trying to tell you, okay? It, it offers an opportunity for more self-awareness. Now, it's hard to hear those messages in the cacophony and chaos of daily life. That's why making time for stillness is so important. It should be a part of your mental hygiene as a mom with ADHD. Listen to what your emotions, your senses, and your intuition are trying to tell you. Learn how your intuition speaks to you and use your rational mind to follow what you hear. Again, the more you you practice, the better you get. And as my favorite meditation guru, David G once said, even a thimble full of stillness is invaluable. Yes, even if it's just three minutes of meditation, it counts. Now it can be as simple as checking checking in periodically through the day. So try this for just a moment, put your right hand on your chest and take a few intentional breaths, just an in through the nose for three, out through the mouth for six, and in through the nose for three, and out through the mouth for six. One more time, in through the nose for three, and out through the mouth for six. Now you're gonna just kind of return your breath back to neutral, back to its natural rhythm, and just notice what you're feeling in your body. Notice how you're feeling. Are you feeling expansive in your body? Feelings of peace or joy, a lightness? Or are you feeling contraction in your body? Those may may be feelings of discord or agitation. They tend to feel heavy and tight. Now, when you're feeling expansion in your body, you are connected to your higher self. You're better able to hear the messages from your soul. When you're feeling contraction in your body, you are disconnected or you're, you're cut off from your higher self. It's as if there's a kink in the hose and the energy can't flow. So as you go about your day, just notice. 
take a moment, put your hand on your heart and take a couple of breaths and just notice, is there a kink in the hose or is the energy flowing? Notice without judgment and with compassion, okay? And you can use these sensations in your body to guide you. It just takes practice and consistency. And I know that's a tough one for, for those of us with ADHD, but it's well worth the effort. Now, so today I talked about the mind-body-soul connection and how it works. I talked about why the mind-body-soul connection matters so much to those of us with ADHD and why self-awareness is crucial for, for moms with ADHD. And as with anything, the more we practice, the better we get and the easier it is to manage our ADHD. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast. To get started on your Vision Driven Mom journey, go to visiondrivenmomwalk.com to download the Vision Walk audio guide. Join the collective of moms with ADHD moving their bodies and their lives forward and leaving overwhelm behind. Anything is possible, even for the mom with ADHD. Goodbye for now.